Hey, hey, everybody, this is Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called Financial Abundance is Easy. <laughs> I know there's a few of you listening right now who are going to be telling me, I don't think so. Walk a mile in my shoes. <laughs> Remember last episode? Absolutely. I get it, y'all. But let's like get into the nitty gritty on this one. Try to simplify it a bit and have a little fun. All right, guys, thanks for joining today. Here we go. Money is quite the topic. I mean, from the time we're young, we start developing ideas around money, whether it's for everyone, whether it's for the select few. Is it easy to make? Is it hard to make? How much work it involves? Uh, <laughs> it's funny that like we, we really don't think about money a lot in our youth, but boy, are we ever developing an idea about it that we carry into our adulthood and then create a whole bunch of crazy stories with. And unfortunately for many people, they're not healthy money stories. They're things like, you know, only the rich get richer and it's, you know, you got to bust your butt every day to achieve. And um, this isn't exactly an episode on that, but we'll touch on it. But I really want to talk about how we think of money because this has been coming to me this week a lot and I find it really, really interesting how many people are, they're in the same shoes that I was maybe, you know, three years ago where I thought of money as this asset that allowed my life to be wonderful. Like if I have it, I'm going to have a great life. If I have a lack of it, then my life will be lacking and it will be stressful and all of these other things. And I realized I'm talking about an energetic thing. Now think about this, really think on this for a second. Let's say you have $20,000 in a bank account right now. That $20,000 in your bank account, is it real? Is there really $20,000 sitting in a safe in your lockbox? Is that what it is or is it an energetic thing, a digital print, a like fictitious, sure, if you need access to it, we can get it to you, but it's, it's not an actual thing locked up somewhere. Think about this for a second, really think on this. So we wrap up a lot into these dollars that we can hold in our hand and the ones we can't that are electronic, that are, you know, <laughs> they're there, but, <laughs> but nobody actually has their hands on it. But it, think about how much value we put into that. Now, here's what I learned through the loss of my husband. A dollar has zero interest to me <laughs> unless, you know, it is a needed dollar in order to keep a roof over a head or, you know, medicine in a body that needs it to survive or food, you know, in an empty belly. Like at that point, necessity dollars still matter to me. But the rest of it, the future planning, and don't, this episode is not to discourage you from saving for your future or making good choices or anything, but I just really want to get my idea out there because I always thought, because when there's a lack of money, you associate it with, this is why times are tough right now. And if only I could get my hands on that money, my mind would be at rest. I could stop worrying so much. I could spend more quality time with my family. The problem with that is when you get there, there's a new thing. You know, you get the money to pay your car payment. Well, now you suddenly find yourself with a, you know, your taxes have gone up and then you find the money to cover that. And then it's, you know, so-and-so needs to go to camp or whatever it is. There's always going to be another, you know, dollar amount that is waiting. And, um, and it's like you could spend your whole life feeling like not enough. 
And what is it about money? Money is just this exchange that we have, right? You do a service for somebody and they value that that service at a certain monetary value. So we assign a monetary value to it and say, I think your time was worth X amount of money. And then we make an exchange. So you are saying your work is worth this. Well, I argue that anything that you receive energetically from another person then should be worth a dollar. Think about it that way, right? Like that means every time somebody flashes you a smile and it it brings happiness to your day, then technically we should be paying them for that, <clears throat> right? It gets you thinking differently because really somebody smiling my way and giving me that moment of like uplift in my soul is worth way more to me than $5 in my pocket. It's worth more to me than $10 in my pocket. You could keep going up and go, at what point was that smile? Like what, what dollar amount would I give that? And I was thinking about that this week because I know somebody who has energy that is like, people would pay thousands of dollars just to be in your energy. And yet they're devaluing themselves and not recognizing just how valuable their pure existence is to other people. And so when I started really thinking on it, it was sort of this, um, I don't know, this turning point for me where I myself had started to go back to focusing on the dollar again because it's it kind of just makes the world go round in a sense. Like everything has money attached to it now. Like every service, every good, every whatever it is has a dollar value. So, you know, what am I going to do next? What, you know, what career plan? Well, what will that pay? Well, what will that pay? Well, how much do I need? How much do I want? How much, you know, and you go down this awful rabbit hole and it's like all this over a dollar, I would rather live in today. And if you really stay right focused in the present and not jumping to your future all the time, which is what most of us do, or thinking about our past, which is where all these ideas even come from. But if we really stay super present in today, most of us have enough. Most of us aren't on the streets. Most of us are sleeping in a bed with a roof overhead and have a full belly. And most of us, you know, have the means to get to where we need to go. The basic necessities are met and we still find ourselves in a feeling of lack and what we don't have. Oh, it's such a like double-edged sword, right? Because we know the law of attraction. We know if we're in a place of feeling like we don't have enough or we're worried about whether or not we'll have enough, we're always going to stay in that same financial situation. It's not until we're so appreciative for what we do have that we will find it multiplying. And so when people talk about this, there's a big abundance surge. It's such a big word right now. Everybody wants to talk about being abundant. Um, It isn't just about a dollar in your pocket. It's about a lifestyle of feeling full and fulfilled. And I would pay nearly every dollar I have to keep the people in my life that I have in my life right now. Like friends, family members, like Every single person that is in my world right now, I would love to retain that. (laughs) So whatever monetary value that is, I don't know. It should be a lot more than what I even have because they provide me with so much more of love, of comfort, of being taken care of, of um, support and just good energy and happiness and fun times. And that has to add up to more than what you're worried about in your wallet or your bank account. 
you know? So sure, it's not a bad thing to desire more of it. It's just about if you're always desiring, you're always wanting and wanting is a sign of feeling like you don't have enough and lack. And that's just a vicious, vicious cycle. So you just have to realize that already in this moment now, just think of your worst days you ever had, the worst days. I mean, the day that you actually went to pay with your credit card, it got declined. Or the day where, you know, you had to give up something that you cherished because you needed the dollar or whatever it is. Think about that day. Now, really, if you can envelop yourself in that emotion and what that felt like, now let's come back to the present for a minute. Is it really so bad? No, today's a good day, right? Today is not that worst day. Today you're in a better place and there's something to be grateful for in that. And so focusing on where you're headed is always gonna be that grasping to achieve, that trying to, you know, leave something behind and have something to, you know, be proud of. And oh man, why can't you just be proud of the fact that when you walk in a room, the room lights up, that people are excited to talk to you, that, you know, your kids wanna get a big hug from you. Instead of letting the stress of the money turn you into a person that you're not, and then you're bad energy to be around, and then your kids don't really have a fun time in your presence because you're kind of snippy with them. You know what I'm, where I'm going with this? Like, just be in the gratitude. Be in the place of like, heck yeah, I must have done something right because look at these blessings around me. Uh, when I think about that, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not worried about the bottom line or how much I'll get paid for something. I'm just putting out good energy and knowing that karma and God have my back. And so if I'm in need, they'll take care of me. However that looks, again, let's not expect it to be in a certain way. It doesn't mean that I will be receiving a monthly paycheck of X amount at my favorite job and da, da, da. No, it means anything from like, I could get this huge coupon in the mail and that's like a big break for me. Or a friend offers to pick up the bill for dinner and that's a huge break for me. Or, um, you know, like, they write off some hospital bill and are like, oh, you know what? Never mind, we made an error. I don't know, whatever it is. There are all kinds of little blessings all around you and it'll come back to you. As a matter of fact, I'm a big advocate of whatever I make, I give back. And not just in small amounts, I wanna give back 10% of whatever I make, which is a pretty substantial amount, depending on you know what you're bringing in. But especially when you're not bringing in much, it's always hard to say like, oh, well, I'm gonna give back so much. But if you do it that way without thought, without thought of reward or getting something back, you just do it because it's what's right, um, you get blessed. It's amazing. Like, I'm just all about, okay, I just, somebody just out of the blue totally blessed my life by trusting in me, signing up for something that I'm offering and paying this dollar amount for it. And now with this money they've given me, if I can then keep that money moving, like that it loves to flow, money loves to flow, so keep it moving. I receive it, I give it back in some way, in a large amount, like whether it means I'm spending to improve my business or I'm, you know, giving back to a charity or whatever it is, you give back, then it's like, I feel like you're signaling the universe or God to say, hey, I'm not going to just hoard this away. I know that this money is this energetic exchange and I appreciate those around me. So I'm grateful that somebody appreciated me enough to give me this reward and now I am giving it back. And I don't even care about you know, what that means for me or how is that going to affect my bottom dollar, my bills, my whatever. If you take the focus off that, the money's always there for that. That's the weirdest part about it. I mean, we all think, you know, oh, I got to watch out for this. I got to know that bottom line. And I don't know about that. I really don't. Um, 
you know, I just, I feel like if you are just willing to receive, but you're not looking to receive, if you are just willing to give and you're not expecting somebody to turn around and give you something for it, you know, these things, they, they come back karmically to you. And um, I know anybody who actually is successful could back this up, that it's not, this is not just woo-woo talk of, you know, the good get, you know, because again, that's what people will think, right? The good get richer, the, the ones that are willing to give back are the only ones that are going to, well, right now I don't have a dollar to give back. I would love to. I'd love to be in your shoes and have all this money to give back. That talk will keep you stifled for the rest of your life. It is not true. None of that is a fact. These are things we've developed from our subconscious mind, from our childhood upbringing, you know, and it's unfortunate. But I mean, I came from a family where my parents worked hard for their money. So I equate if you're going to have a lot of money, you have to work extremely hard, long hours. And the fact that not everybody is in this elite select few that rise to the top, you know, I that's how I was brought up to believe that. Um, and so when that's what you're surrounded with and that's what the evidence shows, you go into your adulthood thinking that's what it is. And I'm not saying that the lazy will, you know, rise up here. <laughs> not at all. I'm saying it's about good energy. It is about that exchange in life. It's about keeping yourself in an upbeat, positive, I want to serve others place. Now, some people serving others is you know, I'm going to go out and do lawn work and I'll take care of your lawn or whatever. And then I will get an exchange of money for people like me. I mean, I'm in a coaching business. My exchange is my energy. My exchange is quite literally me bringing to the table my past life experiences and not being able to, I mean, and not being afraid to share them with others so that they can grow from my mistakes and not being so shameful of the mistakes I might've made, um, you know, and just putting it all out on the table. And for other people, school teachers and stuff, it's not just about going in, educating our youth and teaching them mathematics and getting a paycheck. The ones that are really giving of themselves, the ones that will stay late, the ones that will encourage a kid to believe in themselves and have confidence and to be their own creative, unique self, those are the ones that are giving so much and those are the ones that rise up. It's the extra. And when I say extra, it doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, I'm having to work so hard. I had to do seven days a week where everyone else is doing five. I had to, you know, bust my butt and stay late and do all this above and beyond and buy all the supplies from my own pocket. And like, you know, no, that those aren't the ones. The ones I remember from my childhood, they're the ones who called me out when I did something I shouldn't be doing, like talking in class when I knew better. They're the ones that... Uh, you know, made sure that I was being a kind human. They made sure that, you know, I kept my ego in check. They made sure that, you know, all those things, tough love, whatever. I mean, those, the ones that really wanted to make sure that you weren't just getting the grade, but that you were a well-rounded person who thought about the ethical things, right? So you can be successful in your job and climb up of course, and there might be more financial reward at the top. But if you can be somebody who's inspiring, who's loving, who gives of themselves so effortlessly without wanting anything in return, those are the people who like, I mean, that's like a spiritual elevation, right? People who are on that level, I feel like they're the ones who in the end you go, wow, everything just turns out right for you, doesn't it? Like, 
you're like walking around like like sprinkling your dust everywhere you go and it's just like magic what is it what's your special sauce the special sauce is just they love life and they love when they help other people seeing those people shine and succeed like fills them up that's it so they don't need that financial they're okay with making like 30 grand a year and then having that reward because that's big I mean, that is really big. And when I was starting my company, I mean, I don't even think I made $8,000 the first year. And I was feeling the most successful in my career I ever had. Why? Because I started my own business. I started a blog, a podcast. Um, you know, I had became an LLC. I was coaching people. I was getting emails that said, you've changed my life. I got emails and um, messages that said, I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for your advice. And... I wasn't even really giving advice, guys. I wasn't, I didn't go out and, you know, dump tons of money into, you know, a master's in psychology and then like, no, I, I was just sharing. Hey, here's what happened in my world. Here's how I got through this because it really was awful. I don't want you to have to do that to get there. Like, here's some tricks that worked for me and you can see if they work in your own life or not. But, you know, I wanted to stop many times because I would look at those dollars and go, ooh, what am I doing to my family? It's not just about me anymore. I have a couple young kids. Like, I have to think beyond just myself and what's filling my cup up. I got to be responsible for other humans' lives, right? So part of me really wanted to just take a different path, the easy path of making a constant paycheck and knowing what's coming in and feeling safe and secure. But how do you turn your back on, I wouldn't be here today if you hadn't helped me through that night? I remember the... The day that you sent me that message back, I remember your words and it's everything. How do I just turn that off and walk away and go, well, hey, I can make so much more money over here. Like, no way. I feel like a better human being because of the work I'm doing. And so is it a hit to my income? Uh-huh. Sure. But I also believe wholeheartedly that if you start to think of that money exchange as just that, that energetic, hey, I'm in a good place and you need it and I appreciate what you've done to my life, then you know if you're really doing good things to people's lives and you keep doing that work, at some point it's going to pay off. It might not be today when you could really use it, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, it will come around and so you don't even worry about it. And when you get to that place, then things are good. And I'm, I know there's so many of you going, oh, I can't get to the place where I could just like have no income and just be okay with that because it feels good inside. I have bills that I have to pay. So if I was in your shoes, then yeah, sure. I like what you're saying, but in my shoes, I can't afford that. I want to get into that in the second half because it's a valid argument, but I've got something to say about it. So don't go anywhere, guys. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, if for $33 a month, you can leave anytime. You don't have to stay. You can come, you can go on a month when it's good. You can do it in a month when it's not. You can um, unsubscribe. I mean, there's nothing to lose there, right? Just $33. And when you pay your first month, $33, you get the whole backlog of all my past lives, all my past posts. It's a group where basically I'm coaching through like all the how to's. How did I do these things? How did I do the holidays? How do I get through sleeping in my bed by myself? How do I help my kids get through grief? How do I get back out into real life again and community and all that stuff? It's all packed in there. So for $33 a month, you get all the backlogs. 
If you love it, you stay in there and you just keep paying $33 a month and that's it. Never more or less, just $33 a month on a continual basis until you decide, you know what, I think I've got this. I don't need it anymore. And then at that point, you unsubscribe and it's all good. <laughs> so guys, if that interests you, I'm gonna drop the link in today's description. But uh, really it's for anybody experiencing soul-crushing loss who just wants a little bit of help along the path because it's not an easy one. So I would be happy to walk that journey with you. So just check out today's description, grab the link, and maybe I'll see you on the inside. All right, guys, right back to the show. So I think a lot of us um, are embarrassed by financial talk. Nobody wants to admit how much is in their bank account, whether it's a lot or a little. Nobody wants to talk about whether things are tighter or it's good. It's a really, really hard-hitting subject because a lot of us associate our um, worth with our dollar amount and what we think people would think of us based on what we have. And that's a crazy, crazy idea. Um, so because we don't talk about it, oftentimes things don't work out our way. Let me explain. So let's say Susie's having a really, really hard time and can't make her car payment. Um, let's say they're going to repo her car, right? And she's just so ashamed, she says nothing to anybody. Now let's take the shame away, lose those lower vibrations, put her into a high energy, high vibration, good to be around, fun loving person who's going through this garbage. And then when Tina says, hey, let's go out tonight, and Susie's super honest and says, you know what? I can't afford that right now. I don't know how I'm gonna make my car payment even right now. I definitely can't afford a night out. And that honesty is the stuff I'm talking about. Because guess what happens in that moment? I would bet you anything. Tina helps. Tina loves her. She wants to spend time with her. Oh no, tonight's on me and I'll pick you up. You don't have to waste your gas money. I got the bill tonight. And then let's figure out what we can do to help you on your car. Like, I, I love the work you do. And hey, my brother down in Massachusetts needs help with whatever, um, I could give you work. Like, you don't know. But it's the holding it so tight that when we don't reveal what's going on and our worries and those things with others, and we're so worried about being judged um, or not being enough or how people will feel about us if they think we don't have, and we don't show our inner worries and soul to other people, people can't step up and help you. I mean, I don't love taxes like many people don't love taxes, but I don't love it because it feels like forced giving. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I love to give, but I love to be able to decide where I want to put my money, like what people I think deserve a break. Like when there are people that are hardworking and big loving around me, oh my God, I want to do for you. I want to see the smile on your face grow even bigger. And I want you to know how much I value your energy, your love, your, you know, attention, your passion, whatever. Like, I want to pour into those people. So I know I'm not alone in this. I know a lot of wealthy people who love to give away their money, but love to give it away to a cause that they care about. And let me just tell you, you are a cause. You know what I mean? You think, oh, well, they love to donate to whatever, you know, save the children at Christmas kind of thing. But like little old me who can't make their car payment, no one cares. That's not true. 
a lot of people don't know you in that way. They don't know that struggle. They don't, they would never believe it probably because they know that you're just such good people. Like, I can't believe you're going through this and you never let on. And they would love to help you, but you're not letting them. You're not opening the door and you're not receiving well. Because guess what, guys? Receivership is a big part of this. And we talk about it on this podcast a bunch because it's where a lot of us stop that flow. So if somebody were to say to you tomorrow, like, hey, I'm going to pay your next couple car payments, like, think you shouldn't be having to work so hard, you will immediately go to, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it, I got it. That's ego. That is our own, like, hit to our, like, it feels gross. And I'll tell you, it feels gross to me, too. Like, no one wants to have to feel like the person that people have to give to or give them some handout. And it sucks. And it's a bad feeling. So we want to stifle it and go, no, 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 I'm good. But we're not. And we're, that's not being honest. What's being honest and good and makes the most sense in that situation is you are amazing. Thank you. I don't know how to thank you. Like that, that means everything to me. And guess what just happened in that moment? Not only did your problem get solved, at least temporarily, you just gave to that person tenfold. I can guarantee you that because giving is, if you guys have not experienced this at Christmas time, giving is so much more fun than receiving. Like the fun of like seeing someone else's just stress disappear, their happiness. But what doesn't feel good is wanting to give to somebody and having them be like, oh, no, 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 because that makes me feel weird. Because then you kind of feel weird. Like, well, I didn't want to insult you. I just wanted to do something good. And so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is if you don't receive it, then they don't get that joy of like getting to do that and have that experience of like, that felt really good. Like I wanted to make this good for them and now I just got to and that's awesome. And it is a thing. So if somebody's offering, often it's because they need that little fix of feeling good about doing something for somebody. Like I said, I want to give back 10%, so I'm looking for occasions like that. And you know what I mean? Like whether sometimes I will, there's all kinds of ways in which I'll look for it. But my point being this, you don't know how much just a pure gratitude moment will give to somebody who wants to give to you. You know, um, being okay, all right, I got this, don't worry about it, can really only make the person wanting to give feel kind of weird and awkward and not good about what they're trying to do. When really they're looking for something to feel really good about. That's what I'm getting at. So we need to learn receivership and how to do it in like a graceful way and just be like that energy that you give back is paying them back. You know, people always worry about like, well, now I'm just going to have to owe you too. No, what I want to see is it all over your face. Like, are you for real? Like, yeah, that's amazing. You are amazing. And then I feel amazing. Like, yeah, I know I am amazing. (laughs) Right? Like it's this whole thing. They're like in awe and shock that you just wanted to do such a gift for them And then you get to feel like a million bucks for having done for them. So here's the point, guys. You have to be willing to open your hand every so often and just say thank you. Um, There are times I have had to bite my tongue. Like when it's time to pay a check and somebody goes to pay for me, I now literally have to sit on my hand and bite my tongue because every part of me wants to be like, oh, can I pick up the tip? Can I help? Can I blah, blah? And I know that does nothing for them. I know if they're wanting to pick up the bill, even if they're worried about finances in their own head, I let them pay that bill. I find a way later to just make it up to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I will pick up the next one. I will 
um, drop something off for them, like a, a gift I thought of, or give them a tip next time if they're my waitress. I don't know, whatever it is. You find a way to make sure that it comes back around to them even bigger than what they did for you. But like allowing them that moment of doing for you is giving to them. So you have to just find your way through it. Let them do their thing. And also just when there is money coming at you from people who love you, you just have to learn to accept it and know that it is that answered prayer. It is the universe and higher power saying, oh, I heard you. I know that this is tight. I know what you're doing is worthy and you should be being paid more. Here's more. And just because we don't want to like, I mean, it's crazy. Like just set it aside. Let it be easy. Let it be okay. That person's probably not even going to remember that beyond a couple days, right? But you will. And maybe that's where we get caught up because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to carry this with me forever. I'm going to be thinking, oh my God, they gave me this big handout. Now I owe them or now I feel weird. It changes the relationship. Uh, no, they've already forgotten about it. You should too. Just let it be in the moment, a feel good moment and move on from it. Like it's money. It's which is, again, not even a real thing. It's this digital currency these days. It's not even like a paper bill anymore, practically. It is just this exchange. It's an energetic exchange. Somebody's wanting to give you energy for your energy. Boom. Thank you. Love you. Done. <laughs> I'm simplifying it out of the out of control, but it's for a reason because it is just that simple. Money is not the root of all things. I will tell you money doesn't make everything better. More money, more problems. Real, real, real. It doesn't mean that like the, the problems can actually be bigger at the bottom. Like as in you could lose your house, your car, like things like that. I mean, you could still lose that at the top. But my point being, the problems get bigger, but in the way of like, oh, now if I make a bad decision, I've got like three people who work for me who are going to be affected and like those type of bigger problems. Maybe it doesn't affect you personally in that way, but it still does affect you personally because guess how bad you feel if one of your employees can't get paid. Like, oh, it's just so it'll always be different at different levels of success, but it's the same thing. And even having millions doesn't make any problems go away, no matter what your end goal is, it never will make all the problems go away because there's just bigger expenses, there's bigger taxes, there's whatever. Um, you know, it affects family relationships because, well, you're making the big bucks, you should be able to afford to help me out. You know, there's those dynamics. There's all kinds of messy stuff with money that can come up. And sometimes when you have more of it, the problems are just bigger. So, I mean, don't think that the answer is gonna be once that paycheck comes, my life will just fall into place. And then I'll be the one giving away money wherever I can. It would be so nice to be in that position. I don't think that way because I guarantee that's not the way that it shuffles out, you know. Unfortunately, it, what it is, you know, just sort of perpetuates and is just on a different scale and in a different way. So I used to be that person who was always saying like, well, the someday when I make that money, I'll be that generous. I would love to donate. I'd love to be the one making others smile by, you know, splurging on others but like until I get there I can't do that and it took a real mind shift for me to realize that even if I make a hundred dollars you know that 10% it's significant for me but it's more significant for what I'm doing in the the keeping that money moving and and the give and receive that whole rhythm has to happen um I can't say enough about how your mindset can really affect your finances. Um, I've seen it in action time and time again. And you will notice, and you can argue the chicken or the egg 
point on this, but oftentimes those with money have a better mindset. Now hear me on this because sometimes that feels a little icky when you hear it, but because people will want to argue, well, they're happy because of their money. Well, I'm here to argue that they're, it's the other way around. They're have money because of their mindset. So that's what I believe happens. And listen, I know plenty of people who have hardly any money in their wallet and are the brightest energies in the room at all times. Um, you know, my, like my grandparents come to mind because, you know, they had a farm. They basically grew their own food. They didn't have like excess of money, but they were the sweetest, kindest people in the entire universe. So, you know, you wonder, well, they're so good. Why didn't money just pour onto them? They always had what they needed. They always had what they wanted. They didn't want for much. You know what I mean? What they wanted for were these beautiful relationships that they had. Our entire family saw them as the heart and soul of our family and loved to be around them. Now you tell me something that's more of a treasure in your life than that, right? So they were the richest people I knew. and. It's not as though, like, it sounds, I know this how it sounds so crazy to people who are struggling with the financial bit to like, yeah, 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 wah, wah, I've heard it before. But I swear to you that if you can just get out of your own way to really feel this and feel into what I'm saying, that if you start with the right mindset around money, that money is just money, that the kindness matters more, that your energy matters more, that whatever your mental state is, is what will either bring more stuff to you magnetically or will repel like crazy. The hardest, I know some of the hardest working people who never seem to ever be able to make ends meet. And it's not because their lack of effort. It's not because of the lack of the work that they do. It's because they are constantly in a mindset that believes wholeheartedly that hard work is the only way to make money. And so they are working hard, hard, hard and constantly working. And it's, it's like all they attract is more hard work. They don't attract money. If you want to attract money, you have to start thinking of money as energy. So you have to be positive energy to get more positive energy in your life. So think that one through, like really think that through. So if money is a major, major positive energetic in this world, then think, what do you need to do to have that coming towards you magnetically? You need to be that super positive energy. You know, I mean, and for some people, they don't view money through that lens and they think money's problems. Well, then, you know, it's different. But like if you view money as something that is going to bring you nothing but positivity into your life, then you need to be nothing but positivity. Stay in that lane. Stay that way. Even when things aren't coming your way, don't look at the lack of what you have or don't have. You have to constantly be grateful for the little bits you do, the things that haven't fallen apart yet, the things you have not lost or had to sell yet. What do you still have within your grasp? That's amazing. And just pour gratitude into that. It does work. It truly does work. Um, out of nowhere, I made a couple sales, like, I want to say it was like three sales in one week um, when I wasn't trying to sell. I literally had walked away from it and was working on other things in my personal life. And my personal life was like on fire. Everything was going right. Everything I wanted to have happen happened. And all of a sudden, ding, ding, ding. Like literally within seconds, all of these new sales came in on the same day. It was wild, but it is no doubt 
because my mind wasn't focused on trying to make it happen because that's just going to bring more trying to make it happen into my life. I wasn't thinking about it. I was having faith in it. I was knowing it was just going to happen on its own. And I was putting all my energy into something that was good energy that made me feel good, that had me on an all time high energetically feeling good. Nothing can go wrong. And then nothing did. Everything went right. It was a great week. And then the following week when I spiraled a little with my emotional state, everything like a tornado started to suck in too. Everything. It was like all of a sudden anything that could kind of backfire started backfiring a little bit. Like lost my garage door opener. I had like, it was like thing after thing that was just nonsense, extra heavy on my brain and like more work and all that stuff. It just started compiling because I was looking for things to go wrong and they they did they didn't disappoint right so if you want things to go right focus on that believe in that like put all your energy into the fact that you're grateful you're gonna achieve this how awesome is it gonna be see yourself in that feel it like be okay with the where you're at now instead of thinking about what you're right now might be lacking or what your tomorrow has you worried about or what your past tells you things need to be like or who you need to, you know, be, you know, let's say you saw a parent always struggling um, and having to, you know, pinch pennies and just do so much to just barely make ends meet. Get rid of that money story, you know, get rid of that replaying in your head that that is what it is. And you're going to have to find a way to climb and rise above and do more and work harder and, you know, pay your own way and whatever. Like all these stories, they're just going to hold you back. So it's a tough one. I'm not going to like sugarcoat that this is an easy road because money drives so much of our day to day now that I have no doubt that there's going to be arguments as to whether or not this works for you, whether or not. Yeah, yeah, this this sounds all great, but it's for so-and-so. It's meant for this person. It's meant for people who already have some money in the bank and aren't just, you know, doing what they can to get by the day. Like, she has no idea of what it costs in my world. Like, I know the stories. I know the things you're thinking. I've been there. I mean, I, I truly do understand what inside us wants to, you know, stand up and fight the fight for this to be our story because... It runs things these days. Money does drive so much, but just keep keep your pulse on it a little bit because it's not as though it truly is in charge. It's that we prioritize it. You know what I mean? We are giving it that. It is energy and we're feeding energy to it. We are building it up to be more than it is. Put it this way. If I could today choose to handpick every single person that I want surrounding me and have those people with me all the time on some deserted beach, but I'm not going to have the fancy cars. I'm not going to have the, you know, whatever, all the stuff goes away, the nice clothes, the whatever. We're all just stuck somewhere. Um, but I could pick the people I'm with or, you know, I could have all the money in the world to buy the things, get the houses, take the trips, do the whatever. But, um, you know, I would have to forego having my handful of closest people with me. I mean, really, I, I, that is not, that's a no brainer, right? I wouldn't even give up one person in my close circle right now to have millions of dollars at my disposal. So, 
I choose to see that I'm already rich with the people around me and what they provide for me and how good they make me feel, period. Um, and when you can start to see it that way, you realize you don't have to be able to give anything to those around you in the way of financial things and gifts for their birthdays and whatever, going out to dinners. People don't care about any of that. If you truly love the people around you and like their time, their energy, whatever, like there's nothing I wouldn't give for more of that. Like forget it. If you're going to give me your time, that is well worth any dollar amount. So take that one and do what you will with it. But I really believe that less is more in the way of money, not less work or less trying or whatever. I mean, it has to be deliberate. It has to be doing the stuff that you feel passion towards and that you are high energy when you are doing that makes you feel good and that serves others, period. And then there you go. That is the recipe for tons of money in your life but only if you stop trying to make money. <laughs> Just start trying to serve the people, have some fun, enjoy what your gift is and giving it back to the world, and then the world will surprise you and will reward you if you open your hands and allow it and receive it. So we all gotta work on our saying thank yous. <laughs> Just say thank you and move on. All right, guys, thank you again for joining me as always, and till next time.